This is the KFDM Morning Show podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Over to our morning headlines. Developing over the weekend, Ryder police say two brothers got into an argument and one was found dead. Officers responded to a welfare check at about 840 Sunday morning and found 76-year-old Lynn Rollins dead at a home in the 1800 block of Buffalo. Rollins' brother called 911 and told a dispatcher that he had been drinking when he got into an argument with his brother and assaulted him. He told the dispatcher that when he sobered up, he realized he may have hurt his brother. Officers found Rollins' body with, a sign, with signs of trauma. Police also found Rollins' brother and questioned him. Police say the investigation is ongoing. A man is dead after being ejected from a boat near the Causeway Bridge in Jefferson County. A Coast Guard officer says a Good Samaritan called the Coast Guard at about 5 p.m. on Sunday. The caller reported seeing a man ejected from a boat and that boat going around in circles near the Sabine Lake Causeway Bridge on State Highway 82. When the man was pulled from the water, he was unresponsive. First responders immediately began performing CPR. They brought the man to shore where EMS continued CPR. They continued for about 20 minutes, but that man later died. Another fatality on the water. One man is dead and another is being treated this morning after their boat sinks in Toledo Bend this weekend. This happened on the south end of the lake in Louisiana Saturday. According to the Sabine Parish Sheriff's Office, the two men from Lake Charles were headed to the Pirates Cove area from the Texas side when the boat started to go down. Investigators believe high winds led to that boat sinking. Texas Park and Wildlife Department found one man holding on to a tree stump but the other man apparently drowned. The survivor was airlifted to a Shreveport, Louisiana hospital and treated for hypothermia. Both were wearing personal flotation devices and their names have not yet been released. The accident does remain under investigation at this hour. Authorities spotting a stolen vehicle in Rose City not only leads to the suspect, but it leads to the discovery of drugs as well. A deputy with the Rose City Marshal's office was doing a business check when he found a stolen vehicle in the parking lot. When the car was later seen traveling on a service road, the marshal pulled it over. The car was searched and authorities say they found several grams of methamphetamine along with several pills crack cocaine and other items of drug paraphernalia. The driver was arrested and charged with unauthorized use of a motor vehicle and possession of controlled substance. More charges are pending. And at this hour, Beaumont police are searching for a suspect who robbed a Dollar General store on Finette Road. And police have some strong clues in the form of surveillance pictures of the gunman. You can see the pictures right here. Investigators say he walked into the Dollar store at about 7:20 Thursday night, then pulled out a gun and robbed the clerk. He ran away, but not before the camera captured some pretty good images of him. Police say the gunman was lasting headed south on Parkview near the store. If you have any information about the robbery, contact Crime Stoppers at 83 three tips. You will remain anonymous and you may earn a cash reward. Again, at this hour, a, deadly, a deadline has come and gone linked to the sale of Ford Park, but there is no indication that it will impact the deal. Renaissance Development Group had until the close of business Friday to come up with an additional $560,000 earnest money to show they're serious about purchasing Ford Park. We've checked with the company and the county and we haven't heard back. Commissioner Michael Senegal told us he believes the county should begin looking for another buyer if Renaissance doesn't send the money. The county has set a March 22nd deadline for Renaissance to close on the deal and pay the full $22 million sales price. 
Over the weekend, the city of Beaumont turned into the mural capital of the state. Artists from across the country are creating new masterpieces at a mural fest. KFDM's Dierra Banks on how old downtown Beaumont is getting some new color and new energy. Southeast Texans attended Mural Fest in downtown Beaumont, where they were able to explore murals that more than a dozen artists had created. Expecting up to 3,000 to 5,000 people. The five-day event transformed the downtown area with vibrant color and art that tells a story. The festival was also a place where residents could enjoy food, live music, and more. I love it out here. I love the mural scene, the graffiti scene. I just really love it. It really uh, intertunes with what we do in business and stuff like that. The event also gave Southeast Texans an opportunity to spend time with family and friends while browsing art. I'm really excited. I think it's a really good thing that uh, Beaumont has brought uh, to the city. The Beaumont Convention and Visitors Bureau collaborated with others to bring the festival to the city. Just coming out here and seeing people's passion, that's really what all this is about, you know, seeing people come together, unite even the food trucks, the vendors, everybody. It's cool to just see the community get together and do something like this. Art bringing people together. In Beaumont, I'm Deara Banks reporting. And our photojournalist Kevin Fitch spoke with Henry Art Smith about the flourishing mural scene taking center stage in Beaumont. The Henry Art Smith. <laughs> uh, mural started uh, for me, I was in Houston, Texas. Uh, got a call from uh, a buddy of mine, told me he had a friend that wanted a, a mural on his wall. That was my first assignment as a, as a muralist. And then when I moved to LA, murals were everywhere. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I'm here in Beaumont. I'm here in Beaumont hoping that it will inspire Beaumont to bring more of our local artists out and start doing more murals that you see around the community on a lot of these buildings downtown. It's a lot of open space. It's also bringing a lot of life down to Beaumont downtown when you see this type of artwork. People want to come out. They want to take pictures. So this is something that I think would be big for the city. About That's one of the reasons why I came up with this design. It was black and white. I wanted it to have strong impact. When you turn the corner on Arlene Street, I want you to really notice this barbershop with this beautiful design of these black African-American males unifying and talking in the barbershop, whether it be political or whether it be, you know, just about sports, whatever it is. We know that in barbershops, there's always many conversations going on. I am definitely uh, planning on going to a few of the local schools here in Beaumont, which I taught uh, for BISD for, uh, for at least 10 years I was here. So I'm planning to go back and get back to the community and also help some of these younger artists get involved into the arts here in Beaumont. There you go. It's always important as an artist, we want to feel valued. We want to feel like our work is getting the attention that it deserves. And so, so often, especially being an African-American uh, male, you don't see a lot of African-American males doing art or getting the exposure that they deserve. I'm hoping that uh, using myself and my work, I'm hoping that it brings attention to the African-American artists as well as our local, local artists here in Beaumont. And a lot of times we hear the word starving artists. And so, you know, it's kind of, to some artists, it feels like an insult because, you know, you don't want to feel like you're starving. But at the same time, I get it because you're trying to get your name out, you're trying to get your work out, and you have to start from somewhere. That's, that's anything in life. You start from the bottom, and the more you keep working at it, you get up to the top. The Beaumont Convention and Visitors Bureau collaborated with Houston-born artist Jay Muzaks and Poor Nine Bar and Rooftop, who sponsored the event with the help of other local businesses. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Here's a look at your forecast for Monday. 
March the 7th, 2022. Cold front's going to be sliding through the area this morning, already starting to see a few showers pushing into the lakes area. That front is going to continue to move southward. As it does, it will replace temperatures that are starting out into the lower 70s and push them into the middle and upper 50s by the end of the day today. So again, we'll be looking for a slowly falling temperature. Might see some ups and downs this afternoon, but overall temperatures will end up in the upper 50s. We'll look for winds out of the north today. They'll gust over 30 miles an hour at times, and that is going to help bring in some of that cooler air. Now, overnight tonight, temperatures will slide into the upper 40s. Not going to cool off too much because we'll still have plenty of cloud cover around, but the winds, again, will be fairly brisk. Uh, averaging out to about 10 to 15 miles an hour overnight. During the day on Tuesday, another upper-level disturbance will move through the area. That's going to bring a pretty good chance of showers and thunderstorms. About a 90% clip is what we'll look for. Afternoon and morning showers will start to taper off slowly late tomorrow night. We'll still keep about a 20 to 30% coverage of showers in your forecast for Wednesday morning. Thursday looks quiet as temperatures rebound into the lower 70s. And then over the course of the end of the week, Friday, another cold front pushes through. We'll look for winds to turn to the northwest at about 27 miles an hour, which means your gusts are going to be well over 30. And we'll also be looking for a 60% coverage of showers and thunderstorms for Friday. Now behind that front, coming up over the weekend, going to be very chilly. Some of the cold air moving back into the area. We'll look for temperatures likely into the upper 20s in the lakes lower 30s in the triangle, about 33 or so in Beaumont. So again, a definite frost is definitely possible across portions of southeast Texas, both Saturday and Sunday morning. Temperatures, though, with the sunshine should be into the upper 50s Saturday, lower 60s coming up for your Sunday. So let's recap today's forecast. Cold front moving through the area this morning. Temperatures right now in the lower 70s. But by the end of the day, we look for those temperatures to be into the middle and upper 50s. A few showers and thunderstorms this morning, cloud cover, and breezy north winds likely for the afternoon hours. Again, for the latest on your forecast, stay with us here in the Weather Authority, www.kfdm.com. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter on social media. And don't forget, you can download our free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices, best feature on that app is the interactive radar where you can go in down to your city street and track the storms as they move through southeast Texas this morning. That's going to do it for your Monday forecast from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Make it a great day. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM.